Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 82 is an interview and discussion with Luke Nelson, chiropractor at Health and High Performance. In this episode, we discuss the mistakes runners make when dealing with calf strains and what you should actually be doing instead. This is the first in what is going to be a series of interviews related to the injuries runners face. I'm sure you will find this series extremely helpful. And are injuries or persistent niggles ruining your enjoyment of running and actually hindering your performance as well? Get on top of these now so that you can get back to preparing for the upcoming 2021 race season, fingers crossed. Come in and see the specialists like Luke at Health and High Performance where they utilise the latest in technology and experience to help you get back to your running best. Head to healthhp.com.au forward slash run to book an appointment and ensure you can run strong and free. You can of course also find them on Instagram Health High Performance. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate the people who take the time out of their day to go on to Apple Podcasts to rate, review and subscribe. I read all of the reviews and they sure do inspire me to keep on working. Thank you so much. Of course, doing this also helps the podcast to grow as more people can find it when they are searching for a running podcast. If you enjoy this episode or any of the ones that I have put out, please do go on over and rate and review and hopefully subscribe. Um, I'm aiming for 100 reviews by Easter next year. Will you help me achieve my goal? I would appreciate it so much if you did. I don't know about you, but I am planning the races and other adventures that I want to do in the quickly approaching new year. If you are too, and there's so many different things you can do, like I said, it doesn't have to be a race, it can be an adventure. Email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to organise an individualised and structured training plan. Enjoy the interview with Luke. I'm Isabel Ross with Peak Endurance Coaching and today I am with Luke Nelson from Health High Performance. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, good to be good to be back again for that's a, right. a, We've a chatted peak before. performance. But, yeah. uh, obviously, I didn't crash and burn the first time. So no, that's I right. Yeah. Was, I got the, the invite <laughs> no, back. But, everyone uh, was really um, loved your information and find it very relevant for runners, which is why we're here today to talk about calf strains. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about calf strains certainly can so the calf strains are uh, well they're, they're the second most common soft tissue injury uh we tend for to runners. see yeah we tend to really? see runners yeah so we tend to see hamstrings are up there but they tend to be yes. more for, for for sprinting um but for your endurance your endurance runners we do tend to see the, the calves playing a big role and one of the reasons for that is that they they are just so important for, for runners in fact mm. they are the most important uh runner uh, for for muscle for runner uh, and in fact you know if anyone's been following me on, on social media they, they they would know my love for the calf muscles yes i've been noticing uh, that and uh and they, they do a tremendous amount of work and, and especially the the lower calf muscle the, the soleus that does up to six to eight times body weight wow. so a huge amount of, of load that's uh, that's carried by that uh, by that muscle so it's a big but one for runners but it's interesting because as runners we focus so much on glutes and yes. hamstrings yeah and yet you're saying it's actually the calves we should be it's, focusing on. It is. It's, it's the calves. And, and so, you know, one of my, my favourite images is uh, from Happy Gilmore and there's the, uh, it's all on the hips and, and no, it's actually the calves. And that is, that is a, a common, you know, thing that we get runners coming in to see us that have been told by, by you know, another therapist or, or they've got the conception themselves that, that uh, it is a, it, the glutes are the most important. Mm. But in terms of uh, contribution to running, you know, the, the calves are, are the number one. 
So, and, and the, the glutes are actually right down on the, the pecking list. In fact, we'll, we'll have a, a little uh, um, a table later on that shows the breakdown of all those, uh, those muscles. Interesting. All right, so when um, a runner ends up with a calf strain, what, what are some of the things that um, they're doing wrong yep. in, in the handling of this? Well, that's right, and that's what I thought we'd talk about today because there are common mistakes that, that we see that, that runners make. And, uh, and so we thought we'd clarify some of those up and, and so that for all our listeners out there that, that, uh, that do suffer a calf strain, they can make sure that they can go through and, and, and check through these things to make mm. sure that they make a successful return. Because not only, unfortunately, do, do calf strains result in, in you know, can, can, can result in considerable time off running, but they've got a high rate of recurrence. And if you don't look after them the first time, they've got a tendency to come back. And, and it's something that we see here is we see you know, a lot of runners that, that get that, those recurrent strains. And I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that if you have this current sort of um, ongoing issue, that's going to negatively be affecting your running. So even though if you're running through it, you're surely, because you use your calf push off so much, you're not getting the power that you need and, and yep. that sort of thing. That's exactly right. So that, and that can sometimes be one of the, the symptoms that, that runners get. I mean, the most, the most obvious one is, oh yeah, my calf's really sore during a run or ping, there it goes. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, because the, the calf muscles don't have the same nerve supply that, say, a hamstring does, you don't tend to feel them as much. Right. So when you do a hammy, it's like, oh, I've been shot in the back of the leg. Yeah. But calves don't often give that, that sensation. They can feel a bit like, well, it feels a little bit like a cramp or it just doesn't feel right there. Or just the day after a run, feeling like, oh, I've got a bit of, you know, quite a bit of doms there. So there's some of the things that can can mislead runners into thinking that, that there's, you know, that there, there is a calf strain there. So so they're the common symptoms, you know, sometimes feeling a bit like a cramp. Um, you know, the obvious one is bang, I've just been jabbed in the uh, yeah. in, in the calf there. And it can either be high in the calf in the, in what's called the gastrox or down lower in the in the soleus. So and and you know it can be 50-50 and sometimes you can have injuries in both both areas. So, yeah, so some signs and symptoms to keep an eye out for there. Yeah. All absolutely. right, so back to what we were going to talk about. Yeah, what what are some of the things that runners are doing wrong? When dealing with a calf strain. So, look, the first the first thing that we find, if we go through our, our slides here, so the first thing that we find that the runners do is they do nothing. Okay, and there's a good day, good example. Oh, come on, there. that looks like fun. It does. It does look <laughs> like fun, but uh, but that's that's more for your recovery after a Sunday long run yeah, and, and not uh, if you've done a huge a week of mileage or post race as this guy's yeah. obviously doing. But it's not it's not the uh, the example of what you want to be doing after an injury. But a lot of runners do that is they think, well, if I just take time off from running, it will fix itself magically. Yep. yep. It'll fix. That's so, right. No. No, no, big big no, and that that's that's probably one of the the big uh, big things that we see wrong, and probably the worst thing that you can do because yeah. what happens. When we when we injure calf muscle, so you know you get tearing of the of the fibres, and the body comes in there and it, and it lays down tissue there to form a nice scar. Now what we need to do then is we we need to to stress that scar enough to create a nice knitting and strong tissue. If we just simply do what this guy does and put the feet up and 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 do nothing, then what will happen is that, that you get a really weak scar. Yeah. Then you go back to go back to running, and then bang, there it goes again. And you're basically not just having a weak scar, but you're weakening all the muscles around it by doing nothing, aren't you? Exactly right. So you've got you've got a double whammy there. Yeah. yeah, you get the you get the lack of strength in the scar, 
then you get that atrophy in the in that, that muscle yeah. and then also a loss of fitness as well so yes. it's it's really important and i think you know runners know, and if you're eating all those chips you're probably putting on a few calories that's that's, well. exa- and that's exactly <laughs> right and coming back a bit heavier and then uh, right. you know like some people have the, COVID, like the COVID kilos yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's uh, it is not good so so that's the, that's the first one the first yeah. first cross there okay. we, we don't we don't, so don't just anything. do nothing no absolutely okay. do 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 something and we, yeah. we'll sort of talk about what that something might uh, might look like so yeah. so that's our, our first step but uh and we should also precede this as well too but making sure that what you've got is actually a calf strain so that's where yes. having it having a proper diagnosis says that yes that is a calf strain because there are a number of things that, that can imitate a, a calf um referral from from um nerve structures so yeah. things issues in the back um a compartment syndrome those sort of things there popliteal artery entrapment so yeah. they're things that not as likely um but uh, but can still Give, so the, give the sensation of the it. The first part of not doing nothing is getting it diagnosed. Yes, getting it diagnosed and then and then you know that the, your treating practitioner should then be able to, to guide you onto the path yeah. of, of what you should be doing. So yeah. so if we go on to our, our next one. So the next one is just a few calf raises will fix it. And this is often uh, it can be can be therapist driven, but it, but it's often a uh, a runner that's just thought, oh, I've done my calf, I'm just gonna do some calf raises. Yeah. And there's a couple of problems with uh, with that. And uh, the first being that it's not enough load. Doing doing a calf raise is not enough Even load. Even if I do twenty or thirty. No, no. It's 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 still. I mean, obviously, it's a reflection of some strength that you can do that. But what we actually need to do is we need to we need to go heavier. And this is yeah. the, the the table that I was talking about earlier on before uh, that was done by Tim Dorn's study. And you can see here highlighted down the bottom there the, the yeah. soleus. And that does, you know, even from slow, slower speeds, so just under five minute k's of running, we're still, you know, I'm just under seven, seven times body weight of force wow. going through that, uh, that soleus. Uh, yeah. And then if we look up, you know, we mentioned before the glutes, you have a look at the glute max up the top there, point three eight. So not yeah. a lot, not a lot there when we're yeah. uh, when we're, we're doing that, uh, that those slower speeds running. And then we can see that the, the bit of an increase with that that calf muscle there. So so the thing is that in order to replicate that that amount of force, so that seven times body weight of force. We really need to be doing weighted and heavy calf yeah. raises. So it's not just enough to, to be doing it, you know, single leg without any weight. We do need to be putting some weight on, and we need to try and get those reps a bit lower down. So we need to be to be building strength in there. So ideally, keeping it around that uh, even the six to eight rep range. It's going to say probably six to eight, yeah. Spot on. So yeah. so going heavy with that, and that can be a matter of putting a backpack on and just filling it with stuff. It can be having a garden bucket and holding onto, holding onto that. Um, if you've got weights at home doing that, or obviously if, you, if you're in a gym, even, even better, yeah. you, can, you can use the, the plenty of equipment that are there in the, uh, there in the gym. And my preference for, for these as well too. So if we, if we, especially if we want to be biasing more that lower calf, that's a less, uh, then we need to be doing things like a, a seated calf raise. Yeah. So that's on a seated calf raise machine or a leg extension machine at the gym. Um, if we're going to be doing it at home, uh, then what we want to be doing is we just want to make sure that we've got a bend in the yeah. knee there and, and a bend of up to 60 degrees when we're doing it, when we're doing our calf raises. It, it seems counterintuitive that when you've got a, an injury to loading it with weight, but yeah. you're saying that is actually what helps it. It is, yeah. And that's and, and we're obviously doing things you know, at a safe level. So we're not sort of saying, you know, when yeah. someone's got a, a high grade calf, yeah, go out there and load it up. It's, there's obviously a progression to get to, to get to those stages. But yeah, this is this is where we eventually want to head. And and we find sometimes early on that they that they they can tolerate quite heavy. It's more sort of the faster and explosive stuff that they just mm-hmm. they just can't handle. So early on, you sometimes you can load them up, load them up quite heavy. But that's sort of where we want to where we eventually want to head with that with that weight. 
Yep. Um, so that's firstly, firstly with the with the strength. So calf raises, you need to be adding some weight on. And, it's and not how enough. many sets? When we talked about three to uh, six to eight yep. reps, how many sets would you be doing? You should go for three to four. So yep. three to four, three to four sets there, and and trying to get that done two to three times a week. Um, yep. And and so you know, whilst you're injured, and and, uh, and and for all the runners out there, you can use that as a time to you know to build on your strength and, and pick up an extra strength session there when yep. you might have been doing hopefully doing uh, you know yep. one or two a week there. Uh, you can look at adding another one of those ins to work on some of these these strength losses and, and maybe some other issues that you've got going on at the same time. So, yeah. so there's our that's our first thing with with doing that. The second thing about about calf raises is that they they don't replicate the the rate of force that we need. So first of all, we need to develop. You know, it needs to we need good strength in through that so that calf during running. But the second thing was we need to be able to develop that really quickly uh, because with running, when, when our feet are on the ground for for anywhere between 0.25 to 0.3 of a second, so yeah. it's very very quick that landing and, and takeoff. And so what we need to make sure is we've got not only the strength in the calf, but we've also got that explosive ability or that ability to generate uh, generate force rapidly. And when we're doing a calf raise, you know, a, a three second calf raise, you know, up and down there is nothing like when we're no, running and, and, and landing yeah. and hitting hitting the ground. And we can see, you know, for those that can, um, we'll also link to, the, link to the blog there for all the podcast listeners, but um, we've got a graph there that shows the progression of load from, you know, what a calf raise calf raise replicates there and um a single leg calf raise is nowhere near uh the the the, the demand that, that running places on it in fact uh, a jump is getting pretty close to it so uh, you know jumping up as high as you can in the air uh on double leg is getting close to running and a single leg is exceeding it so this is one of the things that we want to start to incorporate into into our, our rehab so that would be a, uh, you do the strength work first to build up your yep. strength and then you would move to this. Yeah, and, and sometimes, so this is what we call, you know, call plyometric exercise. Yeah. Have a look on the slides there as well. So there's a, there's a, we can see in, in further detail, there's lots of different progression of exercise there. And that's something that our, 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 uh, our listeners can use as well. But um, yeah, we want to start to move into plyometric exercise and plyometric exercises can actually be, be started early on in the process as well. Okay. So depending on tolerance, we don't have to wait until, you know, you've got full strength to then start to do plyometrics we can do them from the start so an example of, of some plyometric exercises can be a really good um, uh, starting point of what call what's called pulses and what yep. pulses are they're just doing a calf raise but doing it at a faster rate so that might be you know if you're standing with some support here and a single leg calf raise is just nice and slow pulses are actually going up and down up and down really quickly and you can yeah. vary vary the speed and the, and the depth of those as well um, but um, but yeah basically pulsing up and up and down there and usually going about 15 15 reps and you really feel the burn with that actually going yeah. those, those those quick contractions um, so they're a really good start point uh, and then we can move on to things like um, jumping up on top of a step so jumping up on both feet and then you can do landing on both feet and then you can progress to jumping up on single leg, landing on single leg, and then you can go into more things like, you know, a hop for distance or, you know, triple hop for distance, those sort of things. Really, they're a lot more demanding because they require you to land and and and, uh, and explode. And other things like jump, jump, drops, drop jumps and drop yeah. hops as well are good to, good to use for that. So, so yeah, plyometrics are something but that is... But they're good for all like runners to incorporate anyway. Absolutely, they? yeah. Yeah, they are. And this, and this yeah. is sort of a, I guess, sometimes can be a, a gateway moment for uh, yeah. for some runners when they come in with these injuries and you're like, 
like, now this is what you need. To, this is what you need to be doing to get over this injury. But it's also something that's going to help you recover. You know, help you with your performance and also yes. with injury prevention down the track. And so, yeah. so it's a lot easier for them once they've once they've done it. They're like, oh, these aren't too bad now, and and yeah. and they can continue uh, continue with them. So yeah, very good point. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's the 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 issue there with the with just doing calf raises. So the strength and also the the rate as well. So the third thing, third thing that we uh, we find is that that they, they basically runners can go off a you know a time based versus a, a criteria based, and so they sort of think, yeah, I've done my calf, I'm just going to give this two weeks, three weeks, and you know yeah. I might do some might do some strength, and they may even be doing that that right strength there, but then they're not ticking the boxes to ensure that they're ready to uh, ready to return to running. And so some of the, the criteria that we use, um, so in order to, to, to resume running, some of the things that we like to see is firstly, you need to be walking pain-free. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we like to see is that uh, we use a, a technology here um, to, to measure strength. So we like to make sure that they're, they're within a, firstly within a good range, but then they're also close to from side to side. Uh, we do that standing and, and seated. Uh, then we like to, for those, that, for those that, uh, that don't have access to that, a 25, 25 plus calf raises. And really for runners, we That's like to lot. see. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this, you know, I challenge challenge all the runners out there listening and viewing on this to, uh, to do this on themselves. So that yeah. single leg calf raises, making sure you're getting a nice full height, nice and controlled there and getting 25. Yeah, so it's not just 25, but after 15, you sort of barely lift yeah. it. It's 25 full ones, yep. isn't it? 25. Yeah. And if you've got someone to help you at home, what you can do is you can have them, you know, with a, with a ruler up there and you've got to hit that rule at each and every each and yeah. every time so making sure you're getting that uh, getting that good quality out of out of those ones so we want to make sure that you're getting that uh, getting that full strengthening in through there uh, then the other one and we've got some other couple of measures there so calf raise height and a bent knee calf raise height is basically where you stand up as on, on one leg as high as you can and you hold that position and you get someone just to measure how high your heel has risen off the ground because okay. what we sometimes see with those that don't have good calf strength is that they can't raise up as high so uh, so if we're seeing, seeing differences there then that can be a, a reflection of, of the, that they don't have very good strength in, in through that uh, then we like to see um, a bent knee calf raise endurance. So basically what that is, is you, you get into like a, a wall sit position up against the, up against the wall, and then you're raising up onto, onto the, uh, the tiptoes and trying to hold that position as long as you can. That's a good, a good burner as well. Yeah, and yeah, and can, uh, can really get into the, uh, and feel it into the, into the quads as well there. Um, and then we go on to, to double leg jumping. So, you know, going on before looking at that, um, at the graph there, you know, the, the, yeah. the escalation in load. So we want to make sure that they can jump without pain. And then that can pretty much get them onto onto to jogging. So that's sort of you know. But okay. once once we've cleared those, then off you go. We can start to start to resume to, to jog. So jogging, as in not trying to push the pace. No, that's right. Just very easy pace, which you know we, we generally with um, uh, with a lot of injuries anyway. You're going to bring them back at that at that yeah. slower pace and, and start to uh, start to work in a bit of volume again. Yeah. Um, then if we want to get to, to faster speeds, so sort of where we need to need to head with faster speeds, there um, some hopping on the spot. Uh, so we want to see that that's pain free and equal, you know, nice same quality. So you're not sort of being really sloppy on on that side. Yeah. Um, we want to be jumping, able to jump onto a step. Um, so a step's usually about 25 centimetres, so yeah, roughly around that. So being able to jump single leg onto a step and doing 10 reps of those. Wow. Uh, then being able to land uh, as well from, from a step, so doing, doing five of those. And for some that can be a bit, a bit scary, um, yeah. but, um, but this is where we, we sort of work up to some of these things. And, and you know, a lot of these are built into the rehab of, of, uh, of, of jumping up there. 
Uh, and then we can do our more for uh, what's called horizontal propulsion. So jumping as, for, as far forwards as you can. So we want to make sure that that's, uh, that's 10% of, of either side. Uh, and that's a drop jump. That's something that we will measure yeah. here. But um, again, for those at home, it's hard to do that one. And then we can start doing some striding at, uh, at faster speeds. So, and uh, gradually building up those, those speeds there to, uh, to up to, you know, getting closer to, to sprinting. And then for those involved in team sports, then that's when we can look at introducing some change of direction and, and cutting and, and that sort of thing. Well, I mean, and that's important for trail runners as well. If they're um, yeah. running a trail, they'll need to ensure that's yep. good too, because Absolutely. you often have to change direction when you're dodging. That's it, exactly. And, yeah. you know, going up hills, it's quite challenging on, on there right. as well definitely too. Definitely challenging so. on camps. Yep. So that's definitely something yeah. we, want to, uh, we want to make sure there. And then lastly, then we get into, get into sprinting. So that brings us on to the last. The last mistake that we see is when they get to sort of cleared all those, those even if they have cleared those criteria, which unlikely they, they have done all those things by themselves, but even those that have, yeah. then they go in, they start back their running. They go, woohoo, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm, I'm that's home. It. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. And straight back into their previous yeah. mileage. That's it. Yeah. They, le they left off full weeks ago and and then uh, not, not to mention all the you know the, the loss of strength that may have happened in that time and the loss of fitness but they start back in straight away where they've left off and it, as you can imagine that's a recipe for uh, for disaster yeah. either with the calf itself or, or potentially causing causing yeah. somewhere else uh, and this is where where a really good a good a good coach comes into into their, their four here because this is where you know talking and, and speaking with the the, the treating practitioner together they can work out a plan yeah. the coach can take over and they say all right this is what this is what we're going to going to do now yeah. um, and and then under their guidance and make sure that they're they're adequately loading so so this is this is where uh, certainly where the, the coach can play a good role in here so just some tips on, on returning to, to running. So some things to, to, to uh, um, uh, look for for here. So we actually want to avoid too okay. much long, slow, continuous running. So um, the soleus doesn't, doesn't particularly like a lot of time on their, on their feet. So um, for some people, you might have to do more short burst running, but still slow, but having sort of, you know, more, more um, uh, interval work. So that might be over, you know, a couple of hundred metres, then having a bit of a rest and, yeah. and, and building, uh, building up that way. So, um, and that's Could where- that even be included say like having a shorter run in the morning and then a shorter run in the evening yeah, it, it can. Yeah, you can do that. Um, if if uh, you want to try and get some more mileage in there, it does sort of allow things to, to freshen up a bit. Yeah. Um, depends also mm. on what they're doing in that, that middle time. And if mm. we've got if you've got people that are on their feet all day for yeah. their work, that's probably not a good a good idea. Yeah. And that's for, for those people, it's better to run in the morning when things are yes. fresher. Yeah. Um, and and always do your strength work after you've done your running. Yes. So that way your, your carbs are, your carbs are fresh. But that is something you can do. You can incorporate the um the the, the double run double run days there. Um, unfortunately, with calves, you, you, you often resume running later than a hamstring. So a hamstring injury, you can sometimes get them back running, you know, two days doing a jog. Yeah. Um, with calves, though, that they can sometimes take weeks. And the prognosis is really dependent on person to person. It depends on the severity of the injury. Uh, it depends on what their, you know, pre-existing state is as well. So how strong they are will then dictate how quickly that you think they're going to be back, whether it's a two-week injury, whether it's a six-week injury. Um, that's, you know, that's something you can get a, a better idea of when, you, when you've actually assessed the, uh, assessed the, the, the the, uh, the runner um avoid the junk time legs so that's what i was saying like with you know yes. keeping off the feet as much as much as possible um for those that are in you know in team-based sports you know after they've done their running just sit down don't stand around all for, for the rest of the uh, rest of the training session um and yeah, as we mentioned always program that's uh, that, that running before right before strengthening and then try and uh, try and have a day's rest initially when you're when you're coming back as well in between in between runs just to give it that chance to uh to ref refresh repair um and and get ready for the uh, for the following day and that's pretty much it excellent no so that's um 
like we really need to make sure that we're being proactive to to deal with the calf injury once once they're back running and they're back all going you know strong keep up the strength work even when yeah. everything's good and everything's fine we can't just go well i'm completely cured now that's right and yeah. just drop the calf strengthening we've got to still work on that and especially like we mentioned the calves being so important it is something that that really all, all runners should be yeah. should be doing some work on that anyway and, and like i mentioned it's, it's sometimes the gateway opportunity of once you've got them into these exercises like yes. now, now keep going with these because you're going to see the benefits in terms of you know of, of, of making sure this doesn't happen again but then also uh, also helping with that with performance as well yeah. and unfortunately you know for the older runners the masters runners yeah. and that becomes even more important because we lose that strength as we get old and, and that's why and am i correct with masters running calf strains are more prevalent yeah and that, yep. that's why we, we call it old man's calf so <laughs> um it's well you know unfortunately breaking the news to to uh, to, to uh, those runners over 40 and then yeah. it's like i'm getting old now but yeah. uh no we can turn the clock back and that's as i say to them strength yeah. training is a good way to and do and that strength training is I'm a, I'm a big proponent of strength training yeah it's definitely a way of doing that so yes Right, well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. Great, thank you. And um, if people are thinking that maybe they've got a calf strain, how can they come and get into contact with you? Yeah, so they can certainly find me through um, through social media, through uh, our Health High Performance, uh, at Health High Performance or at Sports Chiro Luke, or they can look us up through the our web, uh, www.healthhp.com.au. And, of course, I'll put all the links in the show notes and... Um, They'll be here on, on social media as well. All right, well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks as well. Thanks for having me back again. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks. So what did you think? I certainly believe that it's really important to be proactive with our recovery. Complete rest, though, is often not always the answer. And as, I all, as always, as you probably know, I do believe it is extremely important for all runners to be doing strength training. And this is a good way to rehab from many injuries. And it gives you something else to focus on and keep your body ready to start running again. If you're not already into the strength training, get onto it. Of course, I also program strength training programs if you're interested. Have a great week of training and racing if you're lucky enough.